Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two friends giggle, snort, recap, and review their way through a new romance novel each week. This week, we're finishing up Jude Devereaux's A Knight in Shining Armor. Get ready for all the medieval goodness, buckets of tears, and questionable hygiene you can handle. Oh, hi, Erin. Hi, Melody. (laughs) I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Ah, We're still still reading this book. Yeah, we are still (laughs) in the midst of this book. Yeah. Today I was like, oh, I get to record the podcast today Mm -hmm. because we didn't do these two back to back. We're like getting back into it again. And then I was like, oh, Ugh. We're talking <laughs> about that book. Like, ugh. but it'll be okay. It's gonna be fucking fun. We're gonna do this shit. We're gonna do it yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. So what's new with you? Is it what is new with the you? day before your birthday? Oh, it is the day before my birthday. Yes. Although when the listener hears this, it'll be a week past my birthday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 31st birthday, super stoked. Welcome to the club. It's been a good weekend. We did a many things that I love to do. I got to do um, outdoor yoga in the park because yesterday Ooh. it was like an 80 degree day. It was insane. And then today we like went and had a family lunch and we went and saw Rampage and we went and did just a bunch of stuff. It was How really was fun. Rampage? Okay, Rampage. <laughs> Uh, shockingly good and fun. Yeah, like you have to, you have to look past The Rock's acting, right? But like you just, you sign on for it. Dare you. That's what you do. Um, yeah, I, there, I said it. But then it was really fun. By the end of the movie, I was roughly in Michael's lap because it was so tense and crazy. (laughs) And yeah, public movie theater, fully in his lap. What was it we saw together that you were just... I don't know. What was it? It was when I came to New York City. Oh, shit. When I was living in Maryland, I came up to New York City. It was like... We a, saw a movie that weekend? Yes. We saw a oh. Quentin Tarantino movie that week. We saw uh, Django. Oh. <laughs> and, yeah. And I had seen it. And I was like... <laughs> you were like, is it violent at all? And, 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 and Michael was looking at me with like the most... like. Be cool, bitch. Like, and I was just like, it's, you know, it's a Quentin Tarantino film, Melody. Like, I am the most animated movie watcher, if you couldn't guess. I was like, I'll tell you when it's going to get bad. A man gets eaten by dogs in that movie. true not you know that's funny many people get get eaten by a giant dog in this movie oh yeah so yeah it is serious fucking business man Dwayne the rock johnson he's churning him out jumanji was okay too oh i know and then he's doing die hard on a skyscraper later what? on really yeah he's doing this crazy film about this skyscraper i think it is called skyscraper who the fuck knows this <laughs> is not sound good. an ad for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not the best actor, but it's easy to see past that because you are seeing him when you watch him on the screen. This it's is true. Mad. Dwayne the Rock it's Johnson. True. Yeah. Don't get it. Oh, and I cried at the end. Fully, like, <laughs> almost wiped my mascara off my face. Cried. Cried into Michael's chest. Because remember, <laughs> I am in his lap. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I oh, mean, man. seriously, like my legs are swung over into his lap. <laughs> wow. My head is on his chest. My arm is fully around his torso and I'm clutching on him <laughs> like crazy person. Oh, and this started PS in the trailer because I have a deadly huge fear of sharks and there is a new film coming out called Megatron and I just have you ever seen that meme with the octopus that's crawling across the ocean floor and it says nope 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 (laughs) (laughs) that is me in all shark things that's you in all things that are surprising or like mildly scary like I can't really like slice sharks out (laughs) of that pie like that is one (laughs) big like melody no but Sharks are what I will dream about later and what I will freak out about if I am even in a swimming pool and um and like I swim through if I'm underwater and I swim through a shadow I am super certain that Jaws is going to materialize. Oh God, I never knew this about you and I can't wait to exploit it. If we ever see each other again. I can't wait. Oh my god, it's serious business. I love that you cried at the end of Rampage because I don't get scared in movies, but I do cry I'm a really crier. easily. Like, yeah. I watched Finding Dory twice. I think oh. the second time it was worse. Oh, for yeah, you, that'll get you. But like, you know, like up. Man, I cried in 13 going on 30. When she's walking around with that dream house at the end and she's like, well, I guess I'm just 30 and there's no Mark Ruffalo for me and I just got to carry my dream house and I don't have anywhere to live. Oh, man. And I knew it was going to work out. You know, it's not going to not work out. That would be a serious twist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. (laughs) Do you want to know how my day started? How did your day start? All right. It was was Michael's morning this morning because Michael and I trade off. So Michael goes and gets Ember. And I can hear Ember crying because he usually like only likes it when I get him. So Michael's in there. I'm fully like, I'm asleep. Don't fuck with me. I get more sleep. Thanks. And all of a sudden, I hear the door open and I hear Michael and Ember tiptoe into the room. <laughs> and I, I feel I feel Michael lean over the bed. And then I feel Ember's little hands on my shoulder and my forearm. And he kisses me on the elbow. Do you want to know how this started? How? (laughs) Okay. Three, Three or four days ago, it was my morning. And then I went to take a nap. And then Michael like came in or whatever to wake me up. But I wasn't ready to get up yet. So they were about to go back downstairs. And... Ember, apparently, because I was laying on the bed, like with my arm crooked under my head. And the only thing that was like off the bed was my elbow. Mm -hmm. So I'm fully not moving, not responding to anything anybody says. And Ember knows that the quickest way to get me to cross any room or ford any river or climb any mountain is for him to pucker up and offer me a kiss because I will do anything to get to get there. Mm hmm. So apparently this poor kid is standing there just puckering with all of his might, trying to summon me from my sleep. And Michael was like, well, uh, mama's not getting up right now. So why don't you kiss mama on the elbow? So Ember gave me a kiss on the elbow and then they left. And since then, anytime I'm going to like catch some more sleep because it's Michael's morning or whatever it is. Ember will not leave me alone until he kisses Mama Elbow. Oh, that's <laughs> he really remembered cute. remembered that one thing. Oh. And now, now the way I get, I get put to naps is by getting a kiss on the elbow. That's really nice. 
Maybe it's on my elbow so I can take it out. I know. Can I tell you what happened to me this week? Yeah. It's different. Tell me. Well, not quite this week. What day is it? Sunday. So this was last Monday. So when you hear this, this will be three weeks ago, listener, just in case you're doing math. I was kind of on my favorite murder. Mm. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Like, kind of. Like, constructively. Like, I'm a little bit of a celebrity because I'm twice removed from having kind of been on my favorite murder. Tell me about it. (laughs) Tell me about it immediately. So there was this girl that wrote in to do her hometown murder on one of the mini-sodes, which was last Monday, which would have been, like, April, I don't know, 9th or something like that, like, around that area of episode. And can I just tell you, listener, Melody is eating an apple. Oi! She doesn't want you to know. So she's leaning like all the way back to where she's almost horizontal and then taking a bite and then chewing it. And then I keep I keep like being like, is that it? What? And then she rushes back to the microphone to be like, uh-huh, and then goes all the way horizontal again to continue eating her apple. I just want everybody to know that's what's going on. Because she's like, oh, finally, she's telling a story. But no, I, I need your input. Okay. You're just outing me. Uh, yeah. Like, it, it's so funny to it's so funny to watch every time you do it. because um, you don't understand from my screen, you go almost whole all the way off my screen. I know. Anyway, this girl wrote in to say that she had gone on a, a one date with a guy in New Orleans who bragged to her during the date about having had dated a girl that was involved was one of the murderers in the yeah, vampire the hotel vampire. murders yeah. in New Orleans. I know that guy. I went to law school with him while he was dating that girl. And I'm the one who found out that she was a murderer. It was kind of this happenstance where I was reading a book that had that murder in it. And I kind of like put two and two together. And, you know, she went by the same street name as this girl. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I Like they, they had like goth, quote unquote, like goth vampire names. And I was like, oh, uh, my gosh, I think because this is they go by the same name and they had the same hotel, hometown and they had the same like real first name. And I'm like, I'm pretty I didn't know her last name, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is who this is. And I was working for New Orleans Criminal Court at that time. And her trial had been in my section of court. So I uh-huh. kind of asked one of the court reporters, I'm like, did she look like this when this trial was going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, definitely. And so we were like, oh, shit, our friend. I was kind of close with him, but I wasn't, like, the closest with him. But I was like, oh, no, my friend's dating a murderer, and he doesn't know. Oh, my God. And so I got together with the two guys that were, like, a little closer to him, and we're like, okay, we need to find a way to tell him. And then we did. And you know what happened? He kept dating her. Yeah, he was like, no, even worse. He was like, yeah, I know that shit. No! <laughs> we were like, what do you mean you know? And he was like, yeah. And I, I thought he would be like, oh, but she told me it was a mistake or it was like a happenstance or like she did it a group of them bludgeoned a tourist to death in order to drink his blood because they were convinced they were vampires right that's not like that's what the letter said but that's not really what happened what they did was they he was at this goth bar and he was like flashing money around Uh in a way that was like probably not very prudent um and then they went back to his fancy hotel room they knocked him out and then they drowned him in the in the jacuzzi and then they stole his money. I don't know if there was blood drinking involved in the actual murder, but they were self-proclaimed vampires who did drink blood. I just don't know if that had anything to do with the murder. 
I mean, it was, and it was mostly a robbery back, as far as I yeah, know. Yeah, let's get back to the fact that they hit him on the head and then drowned. They murdered a man. The, yeah, the point, yeah, the point is this. Completely innocent man that they did not even know that they met that night. These people, these three to four people went back and murdered him. And she was one of them. And she got convicted. And she went to jail for five years. First of all, that's atrocious. It was only five years. I mean, She didn't really do anything. It was negligent homicide. She didn't really, like, participate in the thing. But the whole thing, she was, like, there, you know? So Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and he, I, I expected him to be like, wrong place, wrong time. You know, they like coerced her into it or, you know, some kind. Of, and he was like, yeah, yeah, she did that. Like, like He just thought he, it was so metal. Yeah. He was like into how weird it no. was. And I was like, uh, no wonder okay. he's bragging about it to future yeah. dates. Like, oh, yeah. not a good look, bro. When this woman who wrote into My Favorite Murder said that it was one of a series of red flags, I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that, sounds, that sounds right. <laughs> anyway, so I'm pretty much famous, you guys. Like, not only did Tiffany wow. Rice follow us on Instagram, yeah. but also I was on it, My Favorite Murder. That's amazing. But I'm also not super happy with them because they copied us. They have a fan cult now. And now everybody's going to look at our cult and they're going to think that our cult is a ripoff of My Favorite that Murder. we are the bullshit. derivative. Yeah, because <laughs> we started it. We started this. Anyway. And ours is free. Yeah, and ours is free. Ours is you free. You can look guys. at the timeline, bitches. You can look at the timeline. Well, I mean, ours isn't free say. in the in the respect of like. Oh, you have to give us all your possessions, right? Right, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That part. Yeah, of it but there's isn't no free. like entry charge. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. There's no there's no charge to get in. Like you do right. have to give us everything. You have to wear the wardrobe. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. I'm thinking you like we're all gonna the wardrobe. Have you? No, not yet. I'll maybe I'll do that this week. I want also yeah. like. I want everybody to change their names to the same name. I'm thinking like Cheryl would be a good one. We're just uh, all Cheryls. I'm going to hard veto you. No. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hard is veto. It, is it that we can't all be the same name or you just don't like the name Cheryl? Both. No. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll workshop that a little more. Erin, <laughs> <laughs> I'm too much of a weird to allow <laughs> everybody to have the same name. Plus, how confusing is that? Are we going to be what? Cheryl 1 and Cheryl 55? I think that's going to make it really easy on us as cult leaders. <laughs> no, because who? Are we, how are we going to know who we delegated to? We don't care. It's just us. We're in. We're we're at the, we're in charge of it. Then anyone who has a problem, we can be like Cheryl. I know you. I know your heart. Like Cheryl, come on. And she'll be like, or he'll be like, yeah. You know what? Yeah. 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 You do know me. I'm Cheryl. See? Nope. Still going to hard veto you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only reason I thought of it is David's playing a video game where he's like the it's a first person shooter where it's like you're the sheriff and you're breaking up. It's Branch Davians basically is the the plot of this uh, thing. But everyone in the cult is named Peggy and you're breaking up all the Peggies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, our cult should be one thing. All right. <sighs> okay, let's do, do it. Shall to, we? Do we Yeah, we're doing can it. Can we just call Come this on. night in shining armor part two and then just like not though? <laughs> no. No, we're in medieval times we England. Done it enough? Rotten teeth and open sores and all the things. All right. Can I say something? Yeah. So several people this week have like written as or commented or whatever. And there have been like less than five, more than one people that have accidentally spelled this night in shining armoire, which I'm not <laughs> making fun of you. That's just a typo that happens. But it made me think like if he was a knight that came in a beautiful shining armoire, I might like him more, like the armoire from Icecapade, <laughs> like that beautiful green armoire. Oh, yeah. I might yeah. have been more into this yeah. one. Anyway, or okay. at least if like he it came as like a package deal, you know, yeah. 
You have to have you yeah. have to smooch this guy. Sorry, but you get the armoire. There maybe, you go. Maybe I don't. I don't see why not. It's a better frankly. deal for sure. <laughs> it's a better deal. <laughs> We're improving. Okay, here we go. We are continuing the tale of Douglas Montgomery, Ugh. the gaslit, no. completely selfish, worst woman in the world, trust fund baby, but not. What is she? She's a socialite? Question mark. I don't fucking care. She has a lot yeah. of money. And then Nicholas Stafford, the Thornwick Earl, and uh, he has gone back in time. Remember, because she was she was on him like a spider monkey and he just disappeared. Yeah. After they had sex in the hotel room slash shower, they had shower sex, which somebody commented like at least the shower sex was good. And I was like, was it like I don't remember it being good. You know, it's not something I would like hang my hat on, but (laughs) I I liked that it was there since it had been completely absent up till that point. It was something somebody threw it. She threw us a morsel with the shower sex, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. And then the next day he disappeared and went back to medieval times and Douglas went to every place that had happened in the book. Uh Yeah. All right. So that's where we're at, guys. Now. She has gone back to the church to sob and keen and rock back and forth and pray to change history because this time Nicholas goes back and gets actually executed three days after returning. Right. She sees his death date on the on his tomb now. Well, Aaron, she always saw his death date. He had always been dead. But it's the but same. He, <laughs> no, it's it's three days after because in the previous timeline, he had a heart attack in his cell. In oh, right. the new timeline, he just hangs out yeah. until they cut his head off. The point so, is, it didn't work. <laughs> Figuring out who his cu- accuser was didn't I just love. I love him. that there is... There's, there's a, a possibility that it was just like 1506 to dot, 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 dot. He comes back and like, <laughs> That may have been a better book. I was okay. going to say may have been a better book. Definitely would have been a better book. Like, all right. Zombie supernatural romance. I'm there. I've read one before. I could get there. It's fine. Anyway, mm. what's up? All right. So all of a sudden she starts disappearing and then oh, no. she wakes up and she's so ooh, and then she's so she's in a field somewhere no longer in the church ah. and she thinks to herself did I leave the church have I just been walking around oh like a la 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 we already then, said this in the a- last episode but this is so dumb like you know so what happened dumb. you time traveled you know what happened you're in this world yeah. you know the time travel exists and now she doesn't though there's fucking not for another 50 fucking pages yeah there's fucking carriages and rats and you know medieval stuff happen crusts right. of bread you know medieval stuff uh-huh. and she's just oh, like yeah. what an odd car you know oh she's so yeah dumb. no the only thing she can think when she takes three steps and sees nicholas in flagrante delecto with a girl is not <laughs> is not that she's wearing a medieval times dress but that she's fat yeah. how dare you nicholas mostly how she's dare fat. you mm-hmm. get with that plump girl and she, she doesn't use the word plump all yeah. right so our slender nicholas goes and chases the girl off and she's no, like no, no. Ooh. No, first, what? our dearest Douglas. Well, yeah, so she... Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, right. you're I'm right. sorry. So the girl... They both have boy names. <laughs> ...runs away. So then Douglas just leaps on Nicholas like a spider monkey. And he's just like, ooh, la, la, like... I mean, all right. Fine, I'll go for it. Like, I'm the worst. Pussy's pussy, you know? 
And she's like, oh, no, we mustn't so quickly. You remember what happened last time? And he's like, bitch, I don't know you. Yeah, which? Oh, yeah, which? Which? I don't know you. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So uh, we figure out that it's four years earlier than the time that he went forward in time to meet her. So he doesn't know her. And we're back to pointy beard, which is great. I'm oh, yeah. so happy oh, yeah. he still has pointy Super beard Super stoked. <laughs> about pointy beard but guys we find out that it's four years earlier just before he almost runs her over with his horse so mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. mean there's that so then yeah. he fucks off and she's like hmm what's a girl to do now yeah and she takes her tote bag and starts walking and she thinks to herself weird the road that i supposedly just walked on is now like there's no paving there's only manure to get into the ruts and the potholes. What's the matter with England these <laughs> days? And she doesn't think to herself, I might be in fucking medieval times England. Then Ugh. she sees a peasant with a donkey and a cart. And uh-huh. she's like, hmm, we haven't had any manual farming for decades. What's that guy doing? Oh, God, look at his open sores and his lack of teeth. Gotta go. Yeah. And then... But, I mean, she's supposed to be, this whole book keeps telling you that she's the most generous person in the world. Soup's generous. So generous. But then when she sees these people who are, like, so, so poor, wearing burlap sacks, no teeth, starving, like, all that, so dirty and gross, she's just like, ew. Ew. (laughs) She's so, like, look. What? And it starts raining at some point while she's wandering the countryside. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Before that, she runs into three more people, remember? She mm-hmm. goes into, like, the hovels. Mm-hmm. And then she has to scare them away by lighting a match. Right. Because they're, they're like, pulling her hair and thinking she's a witch and blah, blah, blah. And all she can think is, why is there food on your dress? Yeah. Ew. Yeah, she still doesn't get that it's medieval times. But yeah. then she does scare them away by lighting a match. Right. Inconsistent <laughs> itself, but whatever. Right? So then it's raining and she's thinking to herself, how do I get Nicholas back here? Oh, I know. I remember our our connection. Uh And so she starts thinking to herself, Nicholas, I'm picturing you on your trusty steed. (laughs) (laughs) But also while it's raining, she's walking around and watching (laughs) these people like work their fingers down to the nubbins. And she Mm -hmm. says, through the rain, she saw more hovels, more people working in the rain, apparently oblivious of it. Maybe it'll wash them, she muttered, hanging uh-huh. on as best she could. I'm like, what? That's awful. Like, isn't your first thought, like, how terrible that these you people poor have people. To- yeah. Maybe it'll wash them. They're so dirty, gross. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Nicholas comes out. Yeah, so Nicholas comes, and she's like, oh, I knew you'd come back. And he's like, my mother wants to see you. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to meet your mom? It's so soon. <laughs> and he's like, you'll follow me. <laughs> Yeah, and then he makes her walk through the mud in the rain. Almost. She goes, he he takes her umbrella, puts yeah. it over himself, and, and fucks off. <laughs> and so she just stands there, which I, I didn't mind. I was like, right. good, yeah, stand your I, ground, girl. Mm-hmm. So then he comes back and he's like, you're supposed to come with me. And she's like, Nicholas, you need to like pick me up and put you on your horse and all the things. And he's like, oh, God, fine. So he does, not into the saddle, the, the funny looking saddle, onto the back. And they uh-huh. start... They start right. Oh, and he's like, hold this umbrella over me, you servant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you witch servant. And she's just like, oh, I loves him. <laughs> oh, man, this Nicholas. So they get to his house and um, she thinks to herself, my Nicholas would have never treated me like that back in Bullshit. the 20th century. 
And we've already covered that he he did, in fact, yeah. just do that, yeah. roughly, like the same thing. Literally handed her the horses and then just, like, went into Thornwick and was like, take yeah. care of the horses. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So then she gets taken up to his mother. She has a cold. Mm-hmm. Mother has a cold. I have a cold right now. Can oh. use some magic tablets. Yeah. And she has leeches on her arm. And um, Douglas has the has the fortitude of mind to be like, um, ew, get those things off you. I have these cold tablets, so, like, stop. Can we talk quickly about her magic bag? Oh, yeah. The magic bag that was not fucking mentioned, like, hardly at all yeah. throughout the rest of the book. They even had to go and get toiletries because mm-hmm. she didn't have anything for a while. And, of course, then she got her bag, but she didn't mention that she right. has, like, a Mary Poppins bag, a literal Mary Poppins bag. Right. If this were better put together of a book... She would have been, like, the girl that has everything in her yeah. bag the first half of the book. Like, they would have mentioned, like, her losing her bag was such a big fucking deal because she literally had everything a person needs in the largest purse in the history of time. That would have also been funny. Yes. Like, just anything. Like, anything that would make <laughs> me feel. There were moments where they spent the night somewhere unexpectedly and she was like, oh, yeah, and we were okay because, like, I had a toothbrush and stuff in my bag. But it wasn't set up like this. At all. All of a sudden, she's in medieval times. Oh, and P.S., she gets to bring her bag on the time travel journey? Of course. How is that a thing? Okay. Witches. Because witches. You're so right. Because genital contact and witches. Let's talk about the things she carries in her bag. Like, you're a mom, right? I am. So I'm sure you have a large bag with stuff in it. I haven't carried a purse in probably 10 years. Like, I have my phone, and my phone has my credit card in it, and that's the end of that. I don't carry anything. Right. But I'm sure you have a bag. Well, I definitely have a diaper okay. bag. Yeah. So in that bag, do you have cold tablets at all no. times? Do you have tissues? Do you have a bar of Lever 5000 or whatever the fuck she had? She had bar no. soap in her bag somehow. Like, and shampoo and mm-hmm. shit. Blew my mind. Shampoo. She had Neosporin. She had all manner of craziness. And this wasn't her luggage. This was just her, like, over-the-shoulder tote. Yeah, absolutely. And I know people like this. But the problem that I'm having with this certain situation, I actually, I know and love people like this because Lord knows I never have anything with me. But the crazy (laughs) thing about this is that it doesn't just last like three days. She talks about later on how in the castle, she's like handing out bandages. Oh, I'm sorry. She has an entire like first aid kit that lasts an entire month Mm -hmm. because she's there for about a month. She's handing this shit out left and right to servants, to everybody else, because apparently all of it is everlasting. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. She she starts to like consider at some point in the second half of this book, like once she starts like he starts falling in love with her again, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. that maybe she'll stay in medieval times with him. But I kept wanting to be like, bitch, your soap hasn't run out yet. Your toothpaste yeah. hasn't run out yet. Like your tissues and your blah 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 and your hair shit and like all the shit you're doing hasn't run out yet. When that runs out you're the worst. So I know this isn't going to be good for you. A, you're much less charming once you don't have all of that. Mm -hmm. And B, you are incapable of roughing it Uh, even at at all. all. Yeah. Like, she would have hopped on that dick immediately as soon Mm -hmm. as she had no more shampoo. Like, (laughs) can we talk about also, like, okay, first of all, this is a woman who looks at herself in the mirror without makeup and contemplates suicide. Like, that happened earlier in the book. Also, let's talk about hopping on that dick a little bit, because that's not mentioned at all in the second half of this book. That dick has not been washed in, what, 
months. Oh, yeah. And, like, she never mentions, like, hey, listen, Nicholas, your breath, a little bit off today. A little rancid. Yeah, like, maybe everything about you is greasy and sticky. Like, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) think about how much clothes they wore. Like, how gross he would have been in the second half of this book. Like, she's insisting on bathing on a daily basis. No one else is. Nope. But she still wants to smooch on him. None of it tracks. None of it tracks. I wish that had been like kind of like she would have been like, Nicholas, I love you so much. Like, I want to hop on that dick, but like, wash that dick. Like, I just wish that would have been like. (laughs) Just the tip at least. Just Just, wash. Just the tip. Just wash enough (laughs) of that dick. (laughs) That would have been funny. Yeah. Nicholas, your balls are probably pretty swampy. So (laughs) (laughs) if I ever write a medieval times book. It's going to include that, like yeah, leaning into your yeah, treat that swamp swamp balls. Watch those swamp balls. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. What's going on plot wise? So she gives her cold tablets. It's insane that this this lady meets a perfect stranger in weird clothes and says, mm, I would love to take any unidentifiable medicine. Yeah. Like, untested. I would love to take all of it. This is Just back give in it the day me. where they had, like, poison testers for food yeah, for people. she would have handed this. it to Honoria. Yeah. And made her drink yeah. it first. Um, can I also say, what happens when she takes the cold tablet is uh-huh. Madam, what's her name, Margaret, maybe? Margaret? Yeah, Lady yeah, Margaret. sure. She takes the cold tablet and then makes Douglas and everybody stand there until it kicks Wait, in. Can you imagine minutes. a situation where you're just standing in a room waiting for somebody's cold tablet to kick in to see if they're going to murder you or not? Yeah. Like, that I was, mean, to be fair, she does say it was the longest 20 minutes of her life. But that's the so. only sentence this author devotes to that. I think that's the yeah. most hilarious. That deserves at least a page of like right? who was looking at who. Um, like How tired your feet get just standing there in one spot. Uh, yeah, I, I needed to know who was making eye contact with who the whole right. time. That's what I needed. Because you know that Nicholas was staring daggers at her the whole time. But you know somebody like coughed like that's what oh, I, wanted. Yeah. I wanted a whole <laughs> page of like then then lady margaret coughed and everybody was very tense of like <laughs> is she gonna murder her now or like oh man it's so uh-huh. good all right so basically lady margaret's like hey i like that cold tablet okay thanks <laughs> bye my uh my son's gonna take you and feed you and clothe you and do all those things mm-hmm. so she sends her off nicholas does not feed her clothe her or do any of that shit Mm-mm. he takes her to a tiny dank room in the tallest tower and locks her up like <sighs> a thief in the night yeah there's and a bucket to like, shit in yep. there's a little straw <laughs> on the floor there's bed there's bugs all over the bed yeah she's getting bit by rats and stuff right or some bugs maybe fleas fleas yeah flea, maybe yeah. yeah she's getting bit by something yeah and they're like oh we'll come get you in the morning when my mother wants to see <laughs> you 11, 11 a.m rolls around <laughs> her knight in shining fucking armor yes he is so good to, to her, get her in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just stubbornly refuses. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> so then she's like, Nicholas, with her brain parts. And he all of a sudden appears. And he's like, my mother wishes to see you again. And she's like, nah, I know you know I just called you. You could feel it because of our connection. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. <laughs> I don't know such thing, witch. Nay, madam. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes her back to Lady Margaret. And long story short, she's like, I'm a princess from a far off land and I need to be better treated up in here and I'll give you more cold tablets and I'll entertain you and I'll tell you stories and I'll be the best. So 
keep me, please? Mm -hmm. And Lady Margaret's like, yeah, that sounds right. So she puts her into the room with her lady's maid. And the lady's maid gives her her dress. And apparently it takes an hour and a half to dress her. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is when she demands her first bath. Her first of many, many roughly daily baths. Mm Mm-hmm. And they lug the giant metal tub up all the flights of stairs. And then they lug buckets and buckets and buckets of steaming hot water up Uh all the flights of stairs. Uh And they just keep this bucket brigade up. There's got to be like 30 of them filling this fucking tub. Can you imagine? I don't. (laughs) I was going to say I don't know about you, but I do know about you. I was going to say sometimes I just go three days just because. Like, like, like it's my job yeah. and it helps that my hair looks better like that yeah if i go on a camping or a skiing or a whatever and it's a week it's a week like yeah i use those like you know you got the wet wipes it's fine That's it's right. fine my situation's fine yeah like when in rome fucking douglas yes. like and if everybody else is stinky it's not that big of a deal douglas also, you're like literally breaking people's backs by making this happen for yeah. yourself every day. And you feel no empathy, no remorse, no anything. No compunction. Nope. What? How generous. <laughs> so she pulls out all of her magical soaps and she lathers things up because she has no worries about impacting history going forward. Mm-mm. And she does all the things and then she gets dressed by the lady's maid and she's wearing like a, a steel corset. Mm-hmm. She's wearing like 40 pounds of clothing. Mm-hmm. And she says that while she couldn't slump and while she was exhausted just from walking across the room, she still felt the prettiest she'd ever felt in her whole life. And then Honoria leaves the room and she goes to the the like the metal mirror situation and starts to put makeup on because let's recall, our Douglas cannot go a day without makeup. Even when literally everyone in the world does not have makeup. Nobody has fucking makeup, Douglas. <laughs> what a high maintenance bitch. I can't. <laughs> it just can't. No so, other woman is wearing makeup in the whole world. And you've got to have your lipstick. Gotta. Gotta. Oh, Wait, man. so my favorite part is this woman. she made sure to say that she didn't put too much on because <laughs> she didn't want to look like a painted hussy. And that is a direct quote. And that's also a problem. Like, just problematic. If, if somebody, if one of the, <laughs> if a woman in the world likes to wear a fuck ton of makeup, just let her be like a painted hussy. That's awful. That's glam shaming uh-huh. is what that is. Glam shaming mm-hmm. this bitch. Yeah. So then, okay, so then. Lady Margaret's plan is to be like, you need to entertain me. So I want right. to hear songs of your country. And she's like, well, oh, I don't really right. learn wait, any wait. instruments. Because did we say this? Douglas said that she, her uncle is the king of a... Lanconia or yeah, whatever. So yeah. so, yeah. They think she's a Lanconian and that's why she's so weird. Yeah. And they're sending an emissary to find out whether or not that's true. Spoiler alert. It's not. It's not. Well, it is in real life. She really does have an uncle who's going to be the king of Lancomia. It is in it is in her time, right? But not in these times, <laughs> right? But I just want to say, like, oh what yeah, a spoiled bitch is related Latin. to a king. Yeah. Anyway, all right, keep going. Good talk. She then is like, I know, I'll teach you a bunch of songs that will totally fuck up history. No worries, right? And then you can be the you you'll do it, and I'll be the band leader. So they go out into the garden. The garden is beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. She sees. I just got a notification that your birthday's tomorrow. Oh, anyway, it is, sorry. it is, it is. All right. So she sees uh, Nicholas and some scullery maid 
come out of the Banging house. it out. But no, they're booking it across the courtyard yeah. to go bang it out right. somewhere in the garden. And it says, <sighs> Douglas's first impulse was to run after them and tear the woman's hair out. Ugh. Why? Like, you're four years before he even met you. <laughs> also, it's so convenient that this is four years also before he gets married, may I say. Oh, yeah. Well, it's only like a month before he's supposed to get married. Or Yeah, whatever. But, like, isn't it convenient that she went back to a time before he's married to his beautiful lettuce? Yeah. <laughs> so, so she goes over and chases that lady away, too. Mm-hmm. Does not get an opportunity to pull her hair out. I'm sure she would have mm-hmm. if she could have. And then she's like, well, Nicholas, I don't believe this is the behavior of a gentleman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all the things. She's very, very shrewish. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what happens in this conversation. Basically, she tries for the next mm, 150 pages, I'd say. She tries over and over and over again to be like, we know each other. You're in love with me. I'm trying to change history because you're going to be a traitor. And Kit's going to die. And need to bat boop dip da. I'm going to help you. And he's like, get away from me, which it happens, mm-hmm. I think, about 45 times over the next 100 pages. And I think that's all we have to say about that. That's really the plot of this thing is yeah. he's just like super mean to her. And she's just like keeps being like, hey, I know the future. I need to warn you of stuff and he keeps being like get the fuck away from me right and that that's i don't like, trust you that's a good hundred pages oh hugely yeah and over those hundred pages she's simultaneously gaining the trust and charming everybody else in the mm-hmm. house yeah with their songs and her little dances yeah she's ripping off broadway plays left and right mm-hmm. Like Rogers and Hammerstein are just getting your butchered oh my god i know my dad loves paint your wagon it's his favorite movie really? that's what i grew up on i oh, can sing every song that. from paint your wagon <laughs> you know what the other day i cannot get the song so it's a song that was written before obviously but then ends up in young frankenstein <laughs> the come let's mix for Rockefeller's uh-huh, walk yeah. with sticks and umbrellas and they're putting on the ritz that yeah, one. Yep, yep. i have not been able to get out of my head <laughs> Partially because of this fucking book. Okay. <sighs> okay. It's much better when Frankenstein is saying, put on the So one of the passages that happens during this time, there, there are a lot of things that happen during this time that just made me lose my shit. Mm. One of them was they go on some kind of like trip or something where they're out in the world and they're in like procession and they're riding on horses. Yeah. And she's looking at all these poor people who are starving and wearing, you know, whatever, whatever. And they're Rags. all coming out to, like, see them in their beautiful clothes yeah, and whatever. Yeah, she goes out with Lady Margaret yeah. and her whole posse because Lady Margaret is better and she wants yeah. to be out in the world. It doesn't really matter. But yeah. her inner monologue through the whole of that thing is like, oh, my God, we're like celebrities. Like, we're I know. Like, rock stars because she was like <laughs> waving to them they're like oh my god like they're coming out to like see us they're like this is like paparazzi time and i'm just like isn't your first thought how humiliated you are to be like wearing these beautiful expensive clothes while the people five feet away from you can't eat like is that yeah. not your first thought i just know ah. okay and then there's this i mean passage. especially since she like makes a big show later on when nicholas finally gets with her to be like, Nicholas, the inequality. Oh, I'm my like, God. You have loved it. <sighs> okay, right. go ahead. What's the passage? Also, during this time, she starts. This is my, one of my favorite things in this whole <laughs> book. 
Yeah. She starts spending her afternoons with the kitchen staff, the children of the kitchen, the servants, teaching them letters in the dirt. Oh, yeah. Because she's a teacher. Her letters are not the fucking letters of the time. <laughs> Who the fuck cares if they can write a capital A and a lowercase a from 1988? Because that typeface is not, it's not, they won't it's be able applicable. to read or write. Until right. a thousand years from now, or however many years from now it is. I, it just blew my fucking mind. I'm like, uh-huh. we, we spent 50 pages at least on the fact that the letters are different. And now we right. have her out in the yard teaching them the letters like a complete imbecile. <laughs> then she says this. While Douglas was teaching, she was also learning. She's also <gasps> teaching the women's songs. These women did not have the pressure on them that the 20th century American women did to be oh. everything to everyone. These 16th century women, the 16th century woman was not supposed to be a corporate executive or an adoring mother or a gourmet cook and a hostess, as well as a creative lover with the body of an athlete. If the woman was rich, she was to sew, look after her household and enjoy herself. Of course, she didn't expect to live past about 40. But at least during those few years on earth, she was under society's she wasn't under society's constant pressure to do more and be more lost my fucking mind she honestly thinks it's better to live in the 16th century because no one expects you to be i don't know smart i don't know i was just like they're under so much pressure to just live live to continue surviving can you imagine having 10 children and nine of them dying no i would lose my goddamn mind even if you're in your aristocracy back then and you're married to a guy the pressure to like have a male heir and have it live Uh so he doesn't fucking i don't know chop your head off because you didn't do it right like and then not die in childbirth like i just couldn't with douglas (laughs) (laughs) anyway they're so they're just so happy and she learned so much erin she did um you know what one thing that i did actually find was interesting about this was that I had so much more of a 20th century idea or I guess, yeah, like 19th, 20th century idea of Mm -hmm. what a servant's life was like, Mm -hmm. which is like dawn to dusk, you're doing all the things, you're always working. Yeah. Whereas apparently, if this is accurate, I didn't cross check it, but if this is accurate, they work for like six hour shifts and then they can do what they will. I mean, they have no salary basically and they're in rags, but at least the, the people that lived in the house... It seemed like they actually had a much better setup than, like, you know, the Downton mm-hmm. Abbey kind of servants. That's true. I think this thing to be pretty historically accurate, of course, I don't know anything about history, which <laughs> has been demonstrated on the podcast many times, but it did uh, seem to be well-researched in its detail. Yeah. Like, it seemed to be very yeah. detailed about the manner of dress and the words mm-hmm. they were using and stuff, so... Yeah. So I did find that really interesting. Okay. All right. So she's ingratiating herself in the house. Mm-hmm. Kit, um, Nicholas's older brother, thinks she's really charming, mm-hmm. but not in like a lascivious way. No. They're just friends. He's just nice to her. Yeah. He's just a fucking person. Yeah. She's eating, you know, she's eating at the table with them all the time and she's, you know, doing all the things. Mm-hmm. Kit has a 13 year old that he is betrothed to. Mm-hmm. And the 13 year old is like, I shouldn't talk. I shouldn't make eye contact. I shouldn't do anything because that's not my place as a woman. Yeah, she's 13 and fat, in case you're wondering if she's she's also fat. If you were wondering. And Douglas decides to make it her mission to kind of like befriend her and make her a little more outgoing so that Kit will actually like her. So yeah, they do that. They strike up a little friendship. Well, yeah, because this is when 
Um, Douglas has graduated to no longer making people carry water, but instead she's waking up the child to turn the wheel so that she can take cold showers in the fountain. Right. Which I can't. Never mind. I don't know. I don't want to talk about the pollutants or anything like that. But like, come the fuck on. Uh, There's no water sanitation, Douglas. Okay. So she's in the fountain. She's lathering herself up and she's getting all naked Z's outside. And she goes back in the house and finds not Gloria. I don't remember her name. I don't either. It's French. 15 or sorry. 16th century Gloria Mm -hmm. is there. And she's like, oh, are you going walking? Because this is the only time you can get away from your governess. And she's like, basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's when they find out that. um, So also, why does this not tip her off that everybody's watching her shower? Like if the 13 year old knows, everybody fucking knows. She doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know if you picked this up from the book. She's very thin. Oh, she's super skinny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she could just put it all out there. No one's going to say anything about anybody her being can naked. look upon her live form. Yeah, she's so svelte. Oh, and and it'll only make their lives better. She is a creative lover with an athlete's body as the modern oh. woman is wont to be. As the wa- modern woman has to be, Erin, in addition to a corporate entity and oh. a wonderful mother and like just a Pinterest mom, mm-hmm. okay? Not like these 16th century fatties. <laughs> <laughs> so, so d- nightly, Nick, or I'm sorry, Douglas has been putting on like shows. She's been singing songs and writing hymns and doing all the things. So she's like, you know what? We should do a little comedy duo mm-hmm. where I help you show Kit that you have some personality. Because apparently Kit goes to her every day and like tries to chat with her and she just doesn't say anything right. because ladies aren't supposed to. So anyway, that goes over really well. And I actually found that to be pretty yeah, charming. Was charming. This happens like kind of the, we're we're not being chronological here. There's no. just a lot that happens and it doesn't really matter what order it happens in just no. so you know. Also, Nicholas is tipped off that she's not a princess or whatever. And he goes and tries to seduce her so that she'll like tell him who oh, yeah. sent her. And I have to admit, against every fiber within me, that scene was pretty okay. Like that, yeah. That was actually pretty hot when he was just like, "I'm gonna seduce you." Who sent you? I, I really like a good who sent you. <laughs> so I, I mean, right? You like the spy component? Yeah. I hear that. I hear so, that. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to put that out there. I did like that yeah. little scene. One thing that does happen that is of note. Mm-hmm. Let's recall in the previous timeline, Kit gets dead. He he gets deaded by a drowning yes we don't know yet if it is a happenstance deadening mm-hmm. or a murdery deadening right and nicholas had shared with her that it happened the day that he cut his arm during yes. a fencing practice and so she keeps telling him i know you think i'm a witch right but the day you cut your arm is the day your brother drowns so if you've cut your arm, it's a week after you something something and the day you cut your arm so if the something something happens you need to tell me because you're about a week out from your brother dying and we need to save him and he's like nay woman get the away yeah she's like if you cut yourself let a bitch know right so he cuts himself it is serious business he's bleeding all over the place and he's mm-hmm. like all right i guess i gotta go get that bitch yeah so no actually that's not true she feels the pain and he cosmically oh, yeah. knows yeah. that she's going to feel that pain because of their connection she's sewing and she just <laughs> falls over being like she's my like, arm oh, my arm and the other oh. ladies maids are like this bitch is a witch like yeah. 
Like, this is <laughs> definitely happening right now. This bitch is super witchy. No one's trying to burn her, though. Well, not yet. So she's like, I must get to Nicholas. Tell me where the fencing grounds are. And so Honoria, of course, tells her and she runs, 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 runs. And Nicholas, P.S., is like, bandage up my arm, ready two horses. Mm -hmm. Make sure both of them are riding astride. And I like that about him Mm -hmm. because it's really hard to canter side saddle, let alone gallop. I mean, am I right? I've never tried. So they set off and he just knows. He doesn't know exactly where Kit went, but he just knows. He knows where to find him. And so they go and Kit is face down in the water. He's Everybody's super, drowned. super upset. Yeah. They, I mean, he's fucking drowned. So the guys go in mm-hmm. and they fight against their chain mail, which I, in my imagination, they're wearing. Mm-hmm. And they pull him up onto the, <laughs> onto the bank. And then she's just like, everybody back. And she jumps on top of him and she starts doing some CPRs. Which she's probably stuff. hitting him on the chest. What is that witch doing? <laughs> and <laughs> and Nicholas is like, she's like doing mouth to mouth because yeah, again, and it's he's the like, 80s. You're smooching right. on my brother. <laughs> what are you doing? I thought you were into me. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so then Kit finally sputters and jerks and, mm-hmm. and wakes up and it's the best. And then the guys around them are like, bitch is a witch. But a good witch. Well, yeah, but Nicholas is like, you will never say that again uh-huh. in my presence or out of it. Never, ever. Uh-huh. And then Douglas is just the belle of the ball. Yeah. She owns the place now. Mm -hmm. She can do no wrong. Yeah. She saved that firstborn Mm -hmm. and Lady Margaret is going to have her. But he's still not like all the way on board with like being in love with her or like, I don't know in whether like certain things happened before or not before the kit thing or not, but like. (laughs) <laughs> again back to her bag there's a thing where like nicholas is sitting down doing like figures for the estates or whatever like he's adding things and subtracting things she pulls out of her bag no shit listener oh a calculator a motherfucking solar calculator <laughs> like think about your purse do you have space in there and it's in an embroidered solar calculator pouch <sighs> Like, it is that she has for her solar calculator anyway like she puts it down next to his hand and then he just picks it up and starts using it well because he's he's like ranting at her right. but he's also just like adding up the figures right and then he freaks out and he's like what the fuck how do i know how to use this i yeah. don't even care like get away from me and she's like you remember so there's a few things like that yeah and i don't know if this is before or after she makes everybody oh i'm sorry she makes the entire castle yep. the fried yep. chicken Brownies, brownies and whatever else dinner oh my god <laughs> she has to they pluck those those poor fucking women pluck probably 500 chickens and that chicken day plucking is so fucking hard like have you seen far and away it is so hard like nicole it Kidman, is so hard that's why she got so mad at tom cruise for his boxing money because she was plucking <laughs> those chickens like it, it's hard. i hear you no here's the thing when i um when i used to butcher all the animals i refused to pluck chickens yeah i would just skin them i was like fuck that and fuck everything else <laughs> i am not plucking these chickens i'm butchering them like a pro but i absolutely will not pluck them they will just be skinless it's better for you anyway family if you are out there like yeah i hear that and your job is plucking chickens you are not getting paid enough Period. We salute you. The end. You're the best. Yeah. Oh, and then and then she's like, hey, guys, I need you to sift that flour a little bit more. Oh, my God. This bitch. I need <laughs> the best flour for these fucking brownies and for the batter. 
Oh! Here's where I feel like Ms. Devereaux took a little bit of, like, liberty with the whole uh, historical thing. Because there's no mm. way they had everything you need. They didn't have enough chocolate for brownies and sugar no. and shit. There's that no way. That came from, like, the Indies or something yeah. crazy. I mean, I'm yeah. sure houses of this stature had, like, some level of that kind of thing. If I remember correctly from the book, only the family got the brownies, maybe. That's true. And she does note it was the chocolate yeah. was hard to come by and stuff, but I still was very skeptical that she had like enough. A metric fuck ton of yeah, chocolate. For a pan of brownies. Because at that yeah. time, listen, guys, I know I'm dumb about history, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not super dumb about history. Like I'm a little bit here's the thing. Yeah, you're still a person who went to college. Yeah. I went to I went to a college. You're still a, a smart person. And I remember I remember when I went to uh Mount Vernon. They talked about how, like, at the time, chocolate was a brand new thing. And so we're yeah. talking about, you know, the 18th century and how they didn't have it really in solid form. It was sipping chocolate. It was like a very, yeah. like, like kind of like Mexican hot chocolate, like really thick sipping chocolate. Right. So I don't think in the 16th century they just have enough chocolate laying around for her to make a big pan of brownies. That's all I'm saying. Or sugar, really, because I don't think that was, like... Yeah, they don't have like bulk super sugar. sweet desserts like that. I don't. Right. I don't think the refinement was there to make exactly sugar. Well, and that's the thing, right? She she spent a lot of time talking about how they refined flour, but zero time talking about how she got granulated sugar. Out exactly. Of them. Yeah, that's what I was like very <laughs> yeah. confused by, and like baking powder and baking. Like, there's no way she was able to make the same brownies and yeah. fry the chicken. Like, also that. Like, oh, there's a lot. I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's yeah. the oil coming? Is it animal fat oil? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But the point is, she does all of this just so Nicholas will remember her unconsciously after he eats this meal, he takes off his emerald ring and just hands it to her and doesn't know why. Because that's what he gave her the emerald ring after the first time she made him this meal right. back in the whatever time. Yeah. And then Kit, who's awesome, everybody should, she should just have gone and fucked Kit. Like, I know. I don't know. But he's like, yeah, let's, this has been great. Like, let's all give her our jewelry. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. He's like, yeah, I want to give her my shit too. Let's, let's just do this. <laughs> this was deep fucking licious. Yeah. Yeah. So after she saves Kit, Lady Margaret, everybody's like, listen, bitch, you can ask for literally anything. You can ask for a house. You can ask for a title, maybe, or yeah. maybe like, the, only the king gives out titles. I don't know. Uh, the queen. Sorry, the queen. But like you can ask for basically anything and Lady Margaret will give it to you. And so this is when um, so I think this is when she and Nicholas start to get more friendly and she finds his plans for Thornwick Castle. And she's like, OK, all I want is for you to let Nicholas design and build Thornwick Castle. That's what I want my present oh to my be. God. Thank you. What? Like, because she's generous and no. self-sacrificing. Nicholas has already started designing Thornwick Castle at this point. She found oh, his designs in his room. So, like, the thought that his brother wouldn't... Like, if he doesn't have enough initiative to go to his own brother and be like, hey, would you mind if I design that? Then <laughs> then that's on him. That's his problem. Right, right now, you're right. in the, the Middle Ages, and you only have one bar of soap and your shit's running low and yeah. in less than two weeks that emissary or whatever is going to come back from the country that doesn't exist and find out that you're not a princess like get a fucking house right. that's what i said get the a house in that moment yeah so <laughs> also, okay sorry yeah. i just found this line no please 
the, when she meets up with uh, 16th century Gloria in the fountain, she says mm-hmm. this. As Douglas toweled her wet hair, she looked at Lucy. That's her name. She looked at Lucy, Lucy. thoughtfully. How did a dumpy-figured, not-very-pretty adolescent capture the attention of a gorgeous hunk-like kit? Mm. A, she has money, Douglas, duh, it's middle It's ages. an arranged fucking marriage. Of course. Like, he's not in love with a 13-year-old sexually, but also, like, <sighs> a dumpy-figured, not-very-pretty adolescent as she's standing there naked in a fountain looking at her, like, oh, it's grossing me out. Anyway, all right, moving on. And, like... Why, why, why she gotta be dumpy? Like, why you gotta be like that? Yeah. All right. So, all right. So they finally somehow, I honestly don't remember, and I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. They decide that they're in love. And Nicholas is like, we're, I remember some things and I'm not going to fight it anymore. I want to be with you and smooch up on you. Yeah. And she's like, we can smooch, but we can't do much more than that. Because if our genitals touch each other, I will go back (laughs) to the 1980s. Genital time travel. Yes. Also, like he keeps having these visions and dreams of like the white box where they like did sex, the shower. Oh, yeah. He keeps like (laughs) thinking about the shower, which I kind (laughs) of, I actually liked that device. Yeah, watching the soapy bubbles the water cascades. go down her live form, Erin. Her super skinny tits <laughs> McGee form. Yeah. I'm sorry. My friend my friend Andy and I, he's a listener. Yeah. There's an inside uh-huh. joke about soapy buzzle bubbles cascading down somebody's <laughs> ass cracks, so I just want to say it out loud <laughs> so you'll hear it. Because <laughs> this is the perfect time. I love it. Hey Andy. All right. It. Andy, we adore you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so then she finds out that he is not going to marry Lettuce, like, in the distant future. <laughs> He's going to marry her, like, three days from now, a week from now. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> Marrying Lettuce! <laughs> I had a feeling. How do you think her head is? Do you think it's good? Do you think the head of Lettuce is... <laughs> oh, so no, I think it's frigid. I think so, okay. too. Yeah, she is frigid. <laughs> oh, she also broke up the table Arabella thing. Did we talk about that? Oh, The whole thing where he fucked this Arabella chick on a table, she, like, yeah. zooms into the room and is like, get off that table! Don't have sex with her! That's all history will remember you for! Also, she opens up a closet and she's like, get thee away, you vile servants, and also fire that three. guy who writes books. She opens the armoire and just, three <laughs> servants just scurry out like rats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that happened a while ago. And true to Nicholas's form, the only thing he can think is, but my dick, though. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like, what are you? You like? She's the ultimate cockblock. This is the third time this that she's been time. like, get your penis out of her. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. So he's going to marry Lettuce. And she's like, I'll do anything to make sure that doesn't happen. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Sorry, listener. Okay. Uh-huh. So first of all, she's like, hold on. I found out that after Kit dies, then your son dies mysteriously in a fall and it's not mysterious guys. Yeah. So he takes her to go visit the boy because she's like, he's going to fall somehow. Show Mm -hmm. me, show me to him. And they go into this room. This, this one-year-old is completely by himself in a room, just swaddled within an inch of his life and hanging from a peg on the wall Mm -hmm. because apparently that was a thing. And I looked it up and it was that that's a legitimate thing. I was, I'm all for swaddling, right? Like, you know, newborns, 
week weeks old kids, even months old kids. Sure, you know my like seriously enthusiastic support of cradle boards, right? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I do. But that is so. It's it's not. It's sort of like that, but not because with cradle boards, you're with the kid all the time. Oh yeah, and like they're cradle snug board, and they're oh, whatever. Man, it's great. You can put a blanket over the kid like it's a parrot. And it just yeah. goes to sleep. You can sling it on your backpack. You can go to a meeting and just fucking lay it on the table. And it's just, yeah. it's like, oh, God. it doesn't go anywhere. Cradle boards, guys. <laughs> I have not used a cradle board. Can't wait. If I ever get knocked up, cradle board immediately. <laughs> Can't wait. You just have to make sure that you don't smush its head. What do you mean smush its because head? Because then it'll, it'll need a helmet. Um, a lot of kids that were in cradle boards, because you have to, if, especially if they can't hold their head up. You have to bind their head down, and so they would get like kind of a cone head situation. I'm good on that. Oh, see, that's fine. No, Ember had to wear a helmet for like four months. That was from, the cutest thing I've ever so seen cute. in my life. <laughs> it was so cute, but it was a lot of fucking maintenance and a lot of like, is it too hot? Are you okay? Can I just preempt it by putting the child in the helmet first before I cradleboard it? Oh, mayhem. I'm just going to get bigger and bigger cradle boards until the child is like 12. <laughs> you can just lean the child against a wall if you have a cradle board. It's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Yep. I'm not a mother. No one trusts me with their children. Don't worry, listener. It's fine. <laughs> She's not a mother nor a babysitter. No. Okay. It's so. All right. Um, all right, so this kid is just hanging and on the wall. The also, other problem is that I just want to put out there that's not that's not how cradle boards work. I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> insult anyone's culture. Like my <laughs> use of cradle true. boards is not the <laughs> not the same. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, they let toddlers toddle. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. Um. Okay. So he's hanging on a wall, and the other thing is that he's been he's been up there for hours. Nobody's changed any of his dressings, and so this he's is just a bucket below him. Yeah, he's just full on diaper rash from navel to feet. This poor fucking child. So she goes in and she's like, okay, we're not doing this anymore. Apparently there was also, they would just strap him down to his bed and there was a hole where his ass was so that he would just like pee and poop into a bucket at yeah. night. And and like that seems a little bit, uh, yeah. it seems like not a terrible idea, uh -huh. like from that logic you know, like, if you're trying to put yourself in their shoes, I kind of see it, but I just can't imagine it also because I have never had to wear those shoes. Anyway, so she's like, hey, this kid needs some interaction. And he's like, mm, they don't have souls until they're two. Yeah, they don't have souls until they're <laughs> at least 15. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole thing. So she, over the next couple of weeks, convinces him to, like, play with the kid and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So Lady Margaret, now she's gone from wanting to give this bitch a house to being like, okay, she's fucking with my my child's right. marriage. Because he's starting to say maybe doesn't want to marry Lettuce now. Uh-huh. She's fucking with my child's kid, and she's turning my noble son into a common laborer. Right. Vis-a-vis -vis Because he's building the architect house. Yeah. Also, while she's playing with the kid, they start <laughs> talking about how, like, maybe they'll get married and maybe they'll have kids. And she's saying oh. that she's pretty sure she wants to stay in his time with him forever. And then she starts thinking and saying something about midwives. And he says, ah, then you plan to have my children? The thought of bearing a child without a proper doctor in a hospital terrified her. But she didn't tell him that. A dozen at least, she said. And my oh note my was, seems important. Like, <laughs> that yeah, seems thanks. like something you guys should talk 
Oh. No, you know what our Douglas is going to do? Huh. Our Douglas is just going to sneaky contraceptive that nonsense. How? She's going to be taking every herb that the witch lady around the corner can possibly give her. Woman, what herbs are you? She's going to be douching with vinegar. She's going to be doing a bunch of shit. <laughs> like, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. So then he takes her to a maze somewhere. And they have a, a whole thing. Oh, oh, they also, sorry, up until this point, they've decided that they're going to be together. They're going to love each other forever. forever. She's going to stay. They're just never, ever going to bone uh-huh. because they can't bone because remember, she'll go back immediately. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to have this platonic love affair for their whole lives and it's going to work out super well. Yep. But then he tells her that he is definitely absolutely gonna marry lettuce yeah. doesn't matter has they to marry can be lettuce. part-time lovers mm-hmm. he has to do it that's this is the way that marriage works she'll be nowadays. his mistress he'll give her a house and that's fine yeah obvi yeah. i mean and they're never gonna go to, to the bone zone so doesn't really matter i don't even fault him for this no neither do i i fault her for this her her not Completely. understanding that this is how it works having known from him in the future that this is how it works th- this yeah. is on her like this whole thing Completely. So then she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to his bedchamber mm-hmm. in my sexy chemise and he's going to see my nipples and not going to be able to resist. So she goes to his bed and she's like, I will have sex with you if you promise not to marry lettuce. And he's like, oh, OK, the only romantic thing that's ever happened in this book. I will read it right now. He rolled off of her and the bed in one smooth lotion. Whoops. <laughs> smooth lotion? Nope, Hey-o. that's not what's on the page. Okay. <laughs> he rolled off of her and the bed in one smooth motion, pulled the uh, pulled on a loose robe, and then went to stand by the fire. Wait, He's back how did to her. He roll? Okay, I kind of see it because he put his feet down. But like, yeah. he rolled off of her and the bed in one smooth motion to me is just like he kept Check. rolling. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, keep going. Okay. I would think it would be like he rolled off of her and stood up in one smooth motion, not just like roll, 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 roll. You know? Anyway. Like a tuck and roll off the bed. I like that version a lot better. Okay. All right. When he spoke, his voice was low and husky. Do you think so little of me to believe that I would risk the loss of you for one night's pleasure? Do you think so little of your... Okay. And then it then it just turned sour. So it was romantic up to that point. And then <laughs> that half of a sentence? <laughs> that half of a sentence. And then he says, do you think so little of yourself to sell yourself to me for a promise? Mm. <laughs> like, I can't even. <sighs> so they... So then he leaves. Mm-hmm. Let's just go to there. He leaves to go get married. He packs up his household... And he's taken four dozen carts and a donkey to go, go marry, marry lettuce. lettuce. And Douglas commences crying forever. For four days. Yeah. Straight. It reminded me, like, you know that comedic scene in Something's Gotta Give where Diane Keaton just cries for like a week? <laughs> it was like that only except real life the most pathetic thing you've ever imagined and she's in medieval times so just imagine how pathetic these people think this woman is who just can't do anything but cry yeah she's just crying and crying and crying and crying Mm -hmm. and then hiccuping only Mm -hmm. to cry some more 
Yeah. So Lady Margaret calls her in and is like, cease. Yeah. And yeah. she says, I am most tired of your tears because the only reason they're keeping her around is that she's funny. Right. Like she does dances and shit for them. Yeah. So she calls her in and is like, cease. I am most tired of your tears. I can't, Douglas said, hiccuping. I can't seem to stop. Lady Margaret grimaced. Spirit animal in this moment. I Lady mean, Margaret. Have you no spine? <laughs> My son was a fool to believe himself to love you. I agree, she said. I'm not worthy of him. It's like, this is the most pathetic thing I've ever read in my life. And then she's like, you gotta go. On the morrow, you're getting cast out of my house and you're gonna figure your life out because I also found out a while ago that you were not a princess of Langonia. You were just fucking funny. (laughs) You're not funny anymore. Kit's firmly alive. You gotta go. Well, and she's fucking up her house. She doesn't want her around when Nicholas gets back, especially if she's going to behave oh, yeah. like this. She's going to fuck up her, his marriage. So she's like, fine, good. I'm going to take my half bar of soap and go. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to go. <laughs> maybe she's thinking to herself, like, maybe if I just masturbate, then I'll I can go back to the 20th century. Because, like, how how am I going to get that dick now? You know? Like, I'm just stuck in medieval times. Disgusting, crusty, 16th century dick. How am I going to get it? All she wants right now is to be is face first pointy in those beard. balls. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> she is, just needs it. Ugh. She's got no place here These anymore. weird, poofy shorts. <sighs> so, she's sleeping. And all of a sudden, she feels something. She hears something from her core. And she goes out into the night, into her shower place. Yeah, first she wakes the child. <laughs> Begin cranking the, oh, wheel, yeah. the wheel, child. I must shower in my lukewarm, <laughs> wheel, disgusting poop water. All right. That's correct. Yep. And then Nicholas is there. And they just, they see each other from across the courtyard. And they run to each other. And they immediately just start peeing, peeing it out. Right there. And they water. don't even think about it. Can you imagine the microbes? <sighs> Public service announcement. Don't have sex in a lake. No. Ever. I had a high school friend yeah. who lost her virginity in a lake and her vagina Ooh. never recovered for like a year. Like it was a problem. <laughs> it was like infections. It was like, it was bad. I won't tell you who. Anyway. Okay, great. <laughs> but like, great. just don't ever have sex in a lake. Like, it introduces things into your system that you do not want. And I imagine this was worse than a lake. Oh, my Christ on a bicicleta. <laughs> you seem so troubled by that. I was trying to make a funny story. And you're just like, <laughs> you're honestly like, horrified. No, because I was I was just as horrified reading it on the page. Uh-huh. I was like, no, no, no. no just no. go with the grass. Go. Stop doing that. <laughs> this so- poor child who's like, I imagine it being like a foot pedal above them. Oh yeah, sort of situation. No, 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 it's behind a hedge. That's why. Still, no, but but wait. Here's the other thing. Nicholas, meanwhile, knows after being told that one one interaction with Arabella on the table was the defining moment of history for him. Right? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. He knows that 45 people from the household get up at four o'clock in the morning every day to go watch this bitch shower. Uh-huh. And what's he gonna do? Is just put on a show for all of them? <laughs> yep. Like. Bro, learn some lessons. <laughs> well, and also, just close she knew the that fucking too. doors. She knew yeah, that she, she knew she that too. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. No, she found out right afterwards that he had, he and everybody else had been getting up at four in the morning to watch her shower because guess what, listener? <laughs> she's hot. Yeah. 
Okay. And she finds out that he's been watching her shower at 3 a.m. with everybody else. And she's like, you didn't tell me? Tell me? Because she's a little embarrassed. So she's like, you didn't tell me that, like, yeah. 50 people were getting up in the middle of the night to watch me rub soap all over myself? And he was like, yeah. that would have also ruined my fun. And I'm like, no. And like, I'm like, no. she's your low-key GF for, yeah. like, the past two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> she's your woman. Like, be... <sighs> Nicholas does not know the meaning of having a woman. He doesn't understand Winston culture. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. So guess what happens, guys? Mm. They they bang it out and then they cuddle for a minute and then they start banging it out some more maybe they bang I it out a lot i think there's a lot of pumps and shutters yeah he says to her that he got there and then like just turned around like a thief in the night and came back so this is why she was crying for four days because it took him two days to get there <laughs> and two days to get back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, all the, <laughs> and all the while he's just been feeling her crying yeah like he could have sent a fucking messenger you know Mm -hmm. i don't know then she fully disappears yeah she makes him promise some things to her like always wash your hands and i appreciated that i guess fair but like what with With just water i guess it's better than fucking nothing so then she disappears and she ends up back in the church and she's uh sad Oh, she warns him that nobody will remember she was there. Right. Like, don't ask, because nobody will remember. Yeah. And this is also why she was pretty fast and loose with the Broadway songs, because she knew that when she left, if she left, Fair. they wouldn't remember yeah. it, but whatever. I'm I'm happy for that, because it spared me a chapter of Nicholas going up to all the servants in the house and everyone they had met right? and every place they had been being like, y'all know Douglas or no? <laughs> This witch named Douglas? I put it in her once. You saw that, right? <laughs> it was in the fountain. Did you see me put it in her in the fountain? <laughs> okay. So then, then we have to endure a chapter where she goes back to all of the fucking old houses in the modern days to, <laughs> to find out what happened yeah. to him. It's like we go back to all the fucking places. Uh-huh. And like it's a happy ending. Kit ends up being a really good earl. He ends up being like a scholar and a gentleman Great and earl. an academic who never married yeah. and I I guess also stopped philandering, which yeah. is crazy Nicholas, to me. Like never had sex again. He he never married, That's never anything. Crazy. And he left behind some kind of a thing that had Douglas on it that's in the house now, says Douglas. Yeah. And there's a tourist that's like, ooh, maybe he was a little bit gay. And the Right. And because, you know, her name's a man name. And the tour guide now. is like, he absolutely was not. No, 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 yeah. no. The tour guide didn't say a fucking word. She oh, jumped in being guide. like no. Oh God! It's so she was much like, worse. How fucking dare yeah. you call him that? Oh because he loved this shit. <laughs> see these boobs? See, see he this was all into it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see how thin I am? He loved this skeleton. I will tell you. <laughs> okay. So and like it's it's also like so 1980s insulting that it was so insulting to her that oh, this yeah. one guy was like mm, maybe he liked boys. Can you She's imagine like, being in like a history <laughs> tour and somebody being like, oh maybe this uh, 16th century Earl was gay, and then just this woman just out of nowhere just be like, <laughs> how dare you? 
<laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. then she has. We have to endure a whole re breakup with Robert, who I forgot was even a person. Oh, I forgot about that. He too. tries to get her back. He's like, if I didn't buy that bracelet, and if I would have bought an engagement ring instead, and you're my person, and whatever, and she thinks about it. Yep. <laughs> She fully thinks about it. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, then she, guys, this is what was apparently so controversial because they were supposed to end up together forever in a lot of people's minds. She gets onto the plane. <laughs> She's going back to America. Yeah. He engraved something somewhere that was like, my soul doesn't matter. He was like, my soul will always know yours at some point in the past times. Well, she told him. So there was like a little portraity thing of like kid or something like that. And she said, hide, hide a portrait of you for me here. In, yeah. So I can find it in the future so that I will be able to have a portrait of you in the future. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. So she goes and finds that thing. But that's important. And he had also had a miniature of her painted right. while she was in the past times. I guess. We forgot about it. Nobody sure, cares. <laughs> so she gets onto this plane. She's going to go back to America to live out her days as... Uh, I'm sorry. It's just so stupid. A school teacher or whatever. Yeah. There's this guy in first class. She sits down and this guy brings over a glass of champagne and, and sits down next to her. Isn't she crying? Probably. Isn't that the reason why? I think she's like sobbing. There's some reason why he's like, you good? <laughs> like, I forget why. Well, maybe. But then... Oh, and, and he reminds her a lot of, of Nicholas. Like, yeah. he looks really familiar, except he doesn't have a fucking pointy beard. She is definitely sobbing. Oh, she, God. Yeah. Of course she is. This whole conversation, because I'm looking at it, and she's like, you're an uh, 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 American, she said through tears. And he's like, I'm from oh, Colorado, are you? And she's like, ma, 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 Maine. She took the champagne, drank too fast, and choked. I have cousins in Colorado. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Anyway, sorry. And meanwhile, he is like DTF right now. Yeah. He's like, show me your tears. I will lick them. Because when I was in, when I summered in England in middle school with my parents, they took me to this antique shop. And I was that weird kid that actually looked at shit. Mm -hmm. And he fell in love, apparently, with this miniature that was there. And he saved up his money. And then his rich parents ended up just buying it for him afterwards because they saw how committed he was to the prospect. Uh huh. And he literally pulls this medieval miniature out of his pocket? Question mm -hmm. mark? He carries it with him always. He carries it with him always. <laughs> Sorry, I burped in the middle he, of that sentence. <laughs> he always I, carries, carries it with him always. <laughs> <laughs> she choked. So he opens it up uh -huh. and it is a portrait of this witch. <sighs> and it says, my soul will find yours. No, that's the thing that's on the back of hers. Yeah, I, I don't was on her. care. No, it says it on... Yeah. So, without asking permission, Douglas lifted the miniature from the case, turned it over, and <laughs> held it to the light. My soul will find yours, Reed said. That's what it says oh. on the back, and it's signed with a C. I always wondered what the words meant and what the C stood for. Colin, Douglas said. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Know what? Colin's my middle name. Reed Colin Stanford. Ugh. What an 80s. Reed. <laughs> what an 80s like <laughs> businessman name. Oh, God. Here's my question. And anyway, they're going to go fuck after that. And then and they're going to the live end. happily fucking after. after she thanks because God he for the loves soul. it. Yeah. He loves it when ladies cry. He's just into it. Well, Nicholas's soul is in him. And Nicholas loved I know. it when she cried. It was his favorite thing. It was. He, he loved it. <sighs> the end then she thanks so good god job, everyone here's the here's oh. the thing 
Yeah. Do you think tell she's? Me. Do you think Reed Colin Stanford? Do you think she's gonna tell him? No. Do you think she's gonna be like funny story, Reed? <laughs> as they're laying in bed one night after they're married, your ancestor, your soul sister, time traveled uh-huh. through time. I fell in love with him twice. Crazy, right? <laughs> you think she's gonna tell him? And I time traveled via his penis. Yeah. What magic can we work up by genital contact? <laughs> Put it in what me, magic. Reed. Let's can find we out. <laughs> Oh my god. I just can't. (laughs) You know what? We know some really, really smart people who like this book. And so I'm not saying it's like a terrible book. Here's the thing. (laughs) Yes, we do. No, we don't. We We know know a lot of people that really enjoy it. Kind of. We know a Mm. lot of really smart people who read this book long ago and had Mm. fond memories of it then. And either yeah. have not read it recently and are waiting to see what the podcast is, blah, 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 because they're like, we haven't read it in so long. And then there are people right, who loved true. it long ago who reread it that they were like, ooh, <laughs> that was rough. And then we know people who hadn't read it and then tried to read it for the podcast and they were like, yikes. So I don't, I don't know that we know anybody who read it recently who liked it. I don't think we've heard of anybody like that. No, but I'm saying there were people that really, really liked it when it came out. So I'm and they're they're all very smart, cool people. I think it's because the selection was so like thin. Exactly. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. All right. So this was a journey and it was so fun. Mm -hmm. It was a journey through time and space. Time and space and orgasms. Not very many. No, I was going to say more shopping than (laughs) orgasms. So true. Shopping in simple assault. <laughs> Gaslighting. <laughs> Gaslighting, yeah. Aaron, yeah. do you have a lady love? Yeah. Okay. It's very similar to last week. Remember last oh, yeah? week when I went Your on a five-minute rant and then I, in my last <laughs> breath, recommended the um, popsicle of Guess 2 charcoal that makes a mask? Yeah. Did you know they yeah. make a coconut oil one, too? <laughs> Get out there and get these, like, they're push pops of just stuff you want to put on your face made by that company. And you don't even have to touch it with your hands. It's so nice. That's that's the end. It's the same recommendation from last week. I just didn't know there was a range of products. The end. We are not shilling for them. We're not getting any money from this. Listen, no. Oh, no. I'm not getting any money from them. But if they would like to send me anything yeah, monies yeah we have or we products. have at least one listener i'm sure of it <laughs> who we can sell this shit too hard <laughs> yeah i will take free samples any day any day okay i have a lady love hmm. <clears throat> do you Can't because you just said i have a lady love and you made the most um can i say something while you're thinking yeah, please. Can we talk about how our dueling sister is it Anne C? Is that right? <gasps> yeah. When I was joking that she was maybe in a dueling fight club and that's why she knew about dueling. You guys, she is in a dueling fight club. That's how she knows about <laughs> dueling. She emailed us. She's and in a dueling a fight club. Dueling <laughs> yes. fight club. A, fencing a historical one. fencing dueling fight, fight club. club. They don't have that in Alaska. They don't. They probably did in Maryland. I haven't found one in Maryland. Maryland has the either. largest Renaissance fair in the world, but. Not in Alaska. Yeah, and they have a bunch of like different historical reenactors. Yeah. So, have you thought of your lady love yet? You know what? I'm gonna say if you like monster movies, <laughs> I've seen two good ones recently. Rampage. 
I've seen two good ones. One is the second Pacific Rim. It was surprising. I loved it. Uh, I didn't. I it took a turn I wasn't expecting. It was fabulous. Uh-huh. And then uh, Rampage made me cry. So. Like, uh, and it was it was surprisingly funny and heartfelt. I want to know if Rampage anyone was? out there cried at Rampage. If any of you yes. either cried watching Rampage or just want to make fun of Melody for crying during Rampage, also please, acceptable. Please write in. Thank you. Yes, also acceptable. Yeah, go see some monster movies if you dig that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep being a badass. Wait, wait, no. Uh-oh. Oh, Insta-fucking-gram. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us on Heaving, uh, Heaving Bosoms on Instagram at Heaving underscore Bosoms on Twitter at Heaving Bosoms Podcast at gmail.com, Heaving Bosoms Podcast on Facebook, Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult on Facebook if you want to be in the little uh, group where everybody can talk about stuff. It's really getting to be like a super fun group. It's so it's starting fun. to get rowdy in there, and it's good. Um, yeah. Is that it? Is that all the places? I think so. Yeah, I'm not offering any more places. All right, cool. That's that's, that's it. all the places <laughs> you can find us. Nowhere else. All right, nowhere else. Um, yeah. So, keeping a badass and love yourself as much as you love getting into some swampy balls. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? <laughs> That's it. All right. (laughs) Swampy (laughs) Middle Ages balls. Yep. Room to it. All right. Well, happy birthday, Melody. Thank you. And I will see you next week for a different book. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See ya. All right. See ya. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.